Welcome to HBRV Lifestyle, the podcast. This is your honey badger here, giving it to you straight in the RV business as usual. And today's episode, we're going to go over some of the things that I've learned over the last week about where the RV business sits and where things are looking towards the future. So today is August 16th, 2022. I'm a little late with this episode, mostly because I've been on the road. So I have been a road warrior for Coachman RV for the first week. I've been officially employed by them. Actually, the second week, if you want to be technical. Um, I visited dealers of mine in Southern California, uh, started prospecting for uh, dealerships in uh, the Central uh, California area. Uh, got a little bit of a allergy attack today. My cat decided she wanted to rub her fur in my face and I'm allergic to her. She missed me because I've been gone for a week. But anyway, um, hey, welcome if it's the first time you've ever listened to this podcast. Um, I have a YouTube channel called HBRV Lifestyle. It's on you, the YouTube channel. I also am on Instagram under KJBRV uh, and then Levingston RV Services on Facebook. And I decided to start this podcast um, because it was actually somebody else's idea. It was kind of funny. As the channel has grown, the actual RV channel grew, uh, there was talk about, you know what, you should do a podcast. So I had a little bit of a podcast started, and now I've had to rebrand it because I was asked to. So that's what this really is. Um, I'm, I'm a little less sarcastic I'm a little less brutal um, and a little more tactful now. Um, and, and that's just so that way we can reach a broader audience. Let's start with what I've learned from California. So you have some dealers out there that have product that unfortunately they're not able to move. Okay, a lot of it has to do with price. You guys are still thinking that prices should come down 50 to 75% off MSRP. It's not that kind of buyer's market. Okay, so if you're listening to this podcast and you're waiting for that 75% off MSRP deal, it's, it's not coming. Okay, dealerships still have to make some sort of profit on the transaction. They can't just take a loss on every single deal. They have to make money somewhere, okay? So in some cases, uh, I've seen dealerships that take break-even deals on travel trailers right now and motorhomes because you're financing and they're gonna make some money from the bank. They're gonna make profit from the bank. And then, of course, people that want to just pay cash, well, they're not getting much of a deal right now because there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to make money except for on the coach. Now, the amount of money dealerships are making on the RVs right now is a lot less than it was six months ago. So kind of let me walk you through that because there's a lot of confusion in the industry and a lot of confusion amongst consumers on why all of a sudden after six months, they're like 
discounting things like crazy. Well, let me start with this. Six months ago, there was still a big gap between supply and demand. And for the first time, probably ever, the RV business and even the boat business are ahead of the car business as far as getting back on track on production. So for example, the company, the brand I work with, Clipper and Viking, we were up to building 16 a day, which is the perfect number. Keeps your quality good. You don't feel like it's being rushed out. You don't feel like it's being slapped together and shopped out there. Oh, that's meaning I need to take my vitamins. I'll do that in a little bit. So in all reality, all that happened is it flipped. Now the demand and supply have balanced. But what happened is, is the dealerships are a little more loaded than they wanted to be. So in order to basically cut down the amount of inventory, they're doing heavily discounted prices. The other reason why they're doing heavily discounted prices right now is because interest rates are high, okay? So if you think interest rates are high for you as the consumer, wait until you see the interest rates they have to pay on their inventory every single month just to keep the inventory in stock. It's, it's different, it's a different animal, okay? You, so let's say that the baseline interest rate for an RV right now is 8.99. That's about the baseline. So 15% down, 8.99. More than likely the dealer is paying between 5 and 7% on the inventory. So you can imagine the check they have to write. I just talked to a dealership in California. Love the man to death. Great dude. He wrote a humongous check to the bank for the interest on his inventory, not just his sales inventory, but his rental inventory as well, because he does renting and selling. And he goes, I'm gonna have to cut down my inventory so I don't have to write that big of a check. So he's selling off inventory on the cheap right now. He shrunk his margins down so he doesn't have to pay the interest payment when he sells it. It's all pure profit when he keeps the money. So that's where you have your, your look at why the price difference is so dramatic compared to six months ago. It's just costing a dealership more money to keep the inventory. Remember guys, they still have to make a profit. They're not gonna go and lose money on purpose just to sell an RV. It has to make sense in the long run, okay? So there's three ways, so you, you, you guys have to understand this, there's three ways for a dealership to make money in the RV business, okay? It's not like the car business where you go buy a car, they do massive volume, they get all this money from the factory, and then they make all their profit and service. It doesn't work like that in the RV business, it's the complete opposite. The sales department makes all the profit for an RV dealership. The service department's a loser, okay? So if you're a consumer 
and you think they're just making a boatload of money over there in RV dealership and service. They're not. It costs a lot of money, a lot more money to run an RV service department than it is to run a car service department. First of all, the training is not free. When you go train a technician with Norcold or Dometic or any of those places, it costs a lot of money for the dealership to send that technician to train them. Most, not all, so you, you can get mad at me later if you're a brand of cars that it costs money, but for the most part, the training for a technician is free to the dealer. So it doesn't cost you any money to send a technician to school to become certified. Generally, it comes out of the technician's pocket. Or it's free to be certified through, for example, Honda or Hyundai as an example. Doesn't mean that's true about those brands, but just an example. The other interesting part is that, let's say you're a Honda dealership. And Honda can mass produce and send parts out that are common parts that you can buy in big truckloads that are everyday parts that are used by Honda cars. You can't do that in the RV business. You almost have to order it piece by piece. So the shipping costs are out of this world for a parts or service department. So what a, a really good service department, a really good service manager, really good service department, parts department is customer retention. If you notice, a lot of you, if, and, and stop me if I, you disagree, but if you're treated really well in the service department, you're more than likely to buy from that dealership if they have the product you're looking for at a reasonable price you're looking for. Because you know that they're gonna take care of you. You feel that extra value by keeping your business local or keeping your business at that specific dealer. When I worked at Barber RV in Ventura, the general manager's name's Mike, was so great with people, fabulous with people, that he always seemed to have people that always came by to say hi, always bought in the parts store, always gave Barbara RV the first shot at earning their business on the next RV they wanted. You have to understand that's 40 years of him doing this. And that's why that company, that dealership is still standing through every recession you know, through the pandemic, through the whole thing. And it, it's tough. It's not easy. So you as the consumer have to realize that there's three things that always occur with an RV. Number one, it is an earthquake on wheels. Everything can work absolutely perfect the day you pick it up. You can go through it inch by inch and everything is absolutely perfect. And the minute you go over a pothole, the minute you go over and go a little off-roading, uh, the minute that it just shakes the wrong way down the freeway, 
something can jog loose. That's why they have a warranty on. That's why most manufacturers have a one-year warranty on. Because you're going to know a lot in that one year, and that's why dealerships offer extended ones. I know of some that offer a, a limited lifetime. I, I know of some that do a full coverage for up to six additional years. Well worth it. Well worth it. And that's that. That's where you have to like. I always told my customers when I, when I was in sales, look, man, something is gonna go wrong, and if it doesn't, knock on wood. And I did. It was actually my inspiration for one of my videos: the five most important things to carry with you on your first couple of long trips, because you never know the little nuanced things, especially like we like to go to Lake Kachuma in Santa Barbara, California. So my wife thinks I'm crazy, but I carry this big, huge ice chest with me. And she goes, why do you do that? And I said, what if the refrigerator goes out? What if the refrigerator dies for whatever reason? It could be that there was a circuit board that got a little little static electricity that went out. Uh, it could be that it's just a bad fridge. Lots of things. I've been in the industry a long time. And I said, I don't want the trip to get ruined. We can always get ice. We can always put everything in the cooler if we absolutely have to. You know, she always wonders why I take extra blankets. Well, what if the furnace decides, what if the furnace circuit board decides to go out? We don't want to freeze out there. Always took a portable electric heater with me. I mean, there's lots of things. The little, the little propane heaters, the little tiny ones you can have inside. So it, it's just a checklist of things that I always carry on our trips just in case, especially when we're going to go out for a week during Thanksgiving. Last time we did a week out there. By the way, shout out to Coyote RV Rental and Sales out in Ventura. Uh, he let us actually, um, my motorhome actually blew a, blew a motor. It's an old one. It was an 86 uh, Jamboree Rally. He uh, allowed us to use one of his Class Cs in exchange for a walkthrough video uh, for his rental client. So big shout out to you, Ned. Thank you very much. By the way, if you guys are in the Southern California area and you're looking to rent a trailer or a motorhome, that dude knows how to take care of people. Uh, him and his wife started that thing from the ground up back in 2017 uh, when I actually uh, sold them their first couple of trailers that they rented out. Um, you know, if you email me at LevingstonRVServices at gmail.com, that's L E V. I-N-G-S-T-O-N-R-V-Services at gmail.com. Then I'll go ahead and send you his contact information. And, you know, he gives you a little discount if you, uh, if you mention I sent you. The other little thing I learned on this first road trip also is there are, I'll give you an example. I was at Finley RV in Las Vegas, Saturday and Sunday. What fabulous people. They do really good with the Viking product. The lot looks amazing. It looks lined up. It, it just, when you go through the gates, 
everything's on display really nicely. And the sales guys are incredibly, not only friendly, but they have that nice factor involved. Friendly and nice is very hard combination to find in this industry when you're a manager trying to hire salespeople. Because some people, most people that come into this business uh, either come from the car business and it doesn't work out. Or they're really green and fresh and don't know anything yet and still have to build up to it. They, these guys have the balance. Man. I mean, every one of them I met were, were absolutely amazing. They have an incredible manager there. Um, you know, it's, it. yeah, you know what? It's off Boulder Highway in Las Vegas, but it's it's gorgeous, man. They have good, nice motor homes. And, and they have a plan, man. I mean, they really have their, th they have it down to a sign. And, you know, there are the surrounding dealers. I know a lot of guys in that area that I went and stopped by and said hi. So I had a friend of mine. He's doing really well. And, and every dealership in Las Vegas that I visited is still doing really well. So the concept of what I learned also is that these dealers are not going out of business anytime soon. They're not hurting for business anytime soon. They realize and have focused that it's going back to what it was in 2018, 2019. So like a lot of these guys are throwing out the anomaly of 2020 and 2021 and part of this year and going, what did we do in 2018, 2019? The guys that are doing that are ahead of the game. So if you're a dealer listening to this, go back to your 2018, 2019 numbers and do your projections for 2023 based on those numbers. Because you and I both know that what happened in the last two years, actually a little more than two years, that is so rare that you cannot consider it normal business. So for you consumers out there, I, I did a poll on my YouTube channel. 67% of you said you're going to buy sometime next year in 2023. Well, it, you know, there's only two reasons not to buy this year. Number one is you don't have the down payment or the full money in cash because you absolutely have to pay cash. And what I mean by have to, you don't have the credit to, or you've always paid everything in cash, so you don't have the trade lines to buy one on credit. The second reason is because you have bad credit or marginal credit and you're trying to rebuild it. Those are two excellent reasons to wait. Waiting is only going to make things more difficult in the future because the prices are not going to get any better. I've been in this a long time. I'll put it this way. When I first got in this business, banks weren't lending. I was surprised I even had a job. And then on top of that, we were selling, you know, uh, uh, a 19-foot bunkhouse trailer, single axle, 
for $89.95, That same trailer in 2019 before the pandemic was 17 grand. Now that same trailer with the full refrigerator and solar package and all that stuff is now in the low 20s. So it's not going to go back down. Ever since I got in this business over 12 years, the prices have more than doubled. So don't think it's just going to all of a sudden come crashing down. It won't. Will it get a little bit better? Yes, because dealerships are willing to discount them. The prices of lumber have gone down. But it's not going to go down dramatically where it's going to go back to 2017, 2018 prices. I would be shocked. I'll put my foot in my mouth if that if that happens. But I highly doubt it's going to happen. So where they're selling them right now, if you can afford the payment at the interest rate and terms that you qualify for, the best thing to do is to refinance the coach when the rates go back down. So rates are going to go back down, guys. It isn't going to stay up this high forever. It's like a forced recession or forced correction back to what our normal economy should be. And with that being said, I want to make sure I'm clear about this. When rates go down, whether it's a year from now, two years from now, you already got a killer price. Now you just got to refinance it to save yourself the interest over the next seven to 10 years, however long you want to carry the loan for. Now I did do a video on my YouTube channel that does cover this HBRV lifestyle, not the podcast channel, but the regular channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'll put it in the link in the description box below. But you also have to understand that when interest rates go back down, dealers are not going to give as heavy of a discount. And it's not just because rates are low for you. It's because rates will be low for them as well so they can carry the inventory a little bit longer. So you're not going to see, like, I went to a, a dealership in Pahrump, uh, RV Masters. And they have all their trailers discounted to really heavy discounted prices. In two years, when interest rates go down, they're going to raise their prices a little bit because, again, it's cheaper for them to keep the inventory in stock. They don't have to write as big of a check to the bank. So you guys have to understand this as we're going along and as we move along in the future with the RVs and camping and everything else, today, the next three months are going to be the best time to buy an RV this year. August, the rest of August, September, October, and into November. Once it hits December, January, February, they're all going to reevaluate what they're doing. So just be aware that take it if you plan on having an RV next year and you can afford a payment right now, you have the down, you have the credit, 
speed up your process of your homework and take advantage of these pricing. It's a great time to buy, guys. As you know, I was at the dealership level for 12 years. I have not seen prices so heavily discounted since 2015. May not be the same prices as 2015, but the, the discounts and the profit margins have shrunk dramatically. Take advantage of it. There's nothing wrong with it. So Jenks Lake. Here, here's another thing. I, I know. I know. If you're not a local to California, you're really not going to understand this. But Jenks Lake's in the San Bernardino Mountains, Highway 38. I just saw a, a posting on the Friends of Jenks Lake Facebook page showing a helicopter after a lightning strike created a, a, a fire up in the hillside. That lake is drying up. And they're dipping down to take water to try to fight the fire. I don't know what it's going to take. But I know that it's heading in the right direction. So to give you a little update on that situation. From what I got from Bob and, and the other guy that I can't, I'm not going to mention his name. But the other guy that's really heavy into this. By the way, I'm not going to mention his name because he has to stay anonymous. So I, I don't know what occurred. I don't know if it was my podcast on this. I don't know if it was my video on this. But all of a sudden now, the, the National Forest Department, the Department of Agriculture, has decided to give written permission, if I remember reading this right, written permission finally, to have people go up into the, the inlet or the flume, if that's what you want to call it, and clear it out. And there were some hot shots that did it. And there's volunteers daily that go up there and are mapping it out and trying to make it better to get more water into the lake. The lake had a lot of rain. Um, these are all very positive, positive things. And I didn't get up there this month. I got to get up there next month, but I, I have not, I didn't get up there this year and I need to. And Bob, if you're listening to this, I am so sorry that I haven't gotten up there. It's, it's incredible. You know, lakes like this have to be preserved. Okay. This lake has been around more than 150 years. Na the na you know, nature depends on it. Water conservation. So I want to close out this podcast by saying that overall, it looks like the entire RV business, it looks like a lot of things like the Jinx Lake, the Save Jinx Lake project, 
it seems like everything's heading in the right direction back to affordability. And it's very exciting. And I'm going to leave you with this thought process. When at the end of the day, we only have one life to live. And in that life, we, uh, we get to decide how we want to live it. What experiences we want to have. Now, sometimes things get in the way. I understand that. But whatever you do, don't let your dreams slip away. I didn't let mine slip away. My dream was to be a... My dream has changed, but my dream job was to be a factory rep. And now that I am, it's everything I expected to be, if not more. And at the end of the day, follow your dream. So if your dream is to be in our, go full-time and go across the country for two years, don't wait till the day you retire. Don't wait because you're you're trying to save up enough money to pay cash. Don't wait. Go to my YouTube channel. Go watch all the finance videos I did. HBRV Lifestyle is a playlist of all the RV loan finance videos I've done. Do your homework. Do your research. Get out on the road. Go RVing. Go camping. Get outside. Get outdoors and live your life to the absolute fullest. And don't let anybody hold you back. Never, ever let anybody hold you back from finishing your dream, from accomplishing your dream. I'm positive that when you don't let them get in your way, when you don't let the naysayers tell you you can't do it, it means you can't. God bless you all, even if you don't believe in him. Have a wonderful August. I'm going to be in Portland, Oregon, and uh, Seattle, Washington this week. But most importantly, the Portland Expo, the Portland RV Expo. I will be there September 15th through the 18th with Curtis Trailers. You can come by and stay high if you want. Have a good one.